I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books you read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. Yeah, and a book comes to mind. And uh, this book is about our mind where it's relaxed. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about the book Sleep Smarter by the author... Sean Stevenson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and well, I read the book, uh, recommended... Who recommended this book to me? Ah, I know. A 5 a.m. Miracle, Jeff Sanders. Yeah, Jeff, a friend of the show, uh, fellow podcaster, Jeff. Uh, I, I heard uh, his interview with the author of this book um, on his podcast. And I, I loved the interview so much. Uh, and I wanted to read the book anyway, because I had some doubts about how I perform sleeping, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I read the book and then I recommended it to you. Yeah, that's right. I was quite skeptical at first because I thought, well, I did get consistent about going to sleep and waking up. I sleep eight hours a day. I don't have problems falling asleep very often. So what is there to learn anymore? But I quite enjoyed the book, I have to say. Uh, there's there's things I've I've learned. Yeah. So what what you were just saying is basically was basically when you recommended you know to me uh, deep work. Mm-hmm. I was like deep work. Yeah, you have to focus on your work and just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm whatever so <laughs> yeah there there's more nuance to it to, to it but uh, apart from nuance um uh, the author is a fantastic fantastic uh, orator i mean like you know if, when you listen to his podcast um i've listened to a few of his episodes uh, and uh, when you listen to him speaking like, like telling you the book like yes reading you the book it's just fantastic. He's like this homey guy, this like you know this this yo guy who's just like your, your buddy. Like you're just basically talking to your buddy or listening to your buddy. It's a fantastic. Um, like I got this. I, I really I really liked it. Yeah, me too. I, I also enjoyed the generation of of his book. So obviously we both read the audio version of it, and um, you know it's almost always really good when the author is the narrator. Sometimes it isn't when when someone isn't a good narrator at all, but. But but Sean uh, Sean is, and also you know uh, the book has uh, a bunch of like his humor and read by someone else it just it wouldn't make any sense so it, yeah. it was it was a, it was a good read and it wasn't a very long book either it was like five hours or so yeah but apart from the fact that the book made us feel good I mean the author you know made us feel good as being the buddy and nice you know voice and everything I think it was the one of the like, few books when I was reading it and like listening to it and I just felt so bad. Like I felt <laughs> so like really bad. And, 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 and cause, cause like I've been doing so many things wrong with my sleep. So many things. I didn't know that, you know, I was mm-hmm. like ignorance is bliss, man. I mean, I didn't know that I was doing so many things wrong and, 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 and really I felt bad when I was reading it. And now after I've read it, after I've, you know, I, I I took my notes and everything, and I started applying the learnings from the book. It's hard to it's it's hard for me to not like to not try to obey by the book. Really, I just <laughs> I I feel like whenever I do something, you know, incorrect, like wrong again, uh, like we'll we'll get to the details now. Uh, but if if I do it like in the evenings or or, or something like that, then I'm like. No, no, no. I, I should stop now. I mean, Sean wouldn't be proud of myself right now. Like, like, like I, 
I really I have this imperative, but the imperative to 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 do good is because I like the author really made it clear how <laughs> important it is for us to sleep well to sleep well, and yeah. and it's not like I'm doing wrong to him. I'm doing wrong to my body, and mm-hmm. if I if I don't follow his advice, so um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I think the the biggest kind of meta takeaway is is that I I didn't quite realize how many factors affect the quality of sleep. Because here's the thing, I mean, I thought this doesn't apply to me because if I don't have problems falling asleep, which I know me, many people do, then like, what is there to learn? I mean, sleep more. I, I am sleeping eight hours a day. That's not a problem. But but the thing is that like, even though it's obviously better to sleep eight hours a day than four hours a day, you can still get very different results in the long term, depending on how well you sleep. Uh, because like, you can wake up in the middle of the night, you can have, you know, interrupted sleep or your your body sometimes like won't quite go into the deep phases of sleep and you just won't get the same relaxing uh, effect of sleep. So, so that's, so, you know, those, those tips, um, many of them had to do with, um, you know, how easy it is to fall asleep. And, and that's important. But but also many of them are about, you know, once you fall asleep, um, is the sleep actually good? Or like, is it is it truly the best sleep you can get? Yeah, and what's also good, I mean, what was also helpful for me was that um, the the author is um, is very like what he's saying is pretty much aligned as what we learned from 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 the book about diets, like for from how we um, how we get fat um, and other you know uh, books books about it, uh, where he's talking about you know about not only um, fats and calories, but he's talking about um, the hormones, like you know balance of your hormones, balance balance mm-hmm. of, of of your body and. I wasn't aware, like for example, with caffeine, um, like like how I was producing imbalance, which would later result or impact the quality of my sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's also interesting. So he said, you know, three important components to health would be nutrition, movement or exercise, and sleep, and that makes a lot of sense. But what what I I guess I, I didn't quite internalize is is how linked the three are to one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the link between nutrition and, and, and exercise seems, uh, yeah, you know, pretty, pretty obvious to people, but it's also true that exercise affects sleep and nutrition affects sleep and sleep affects, um, exercise, like how well you, ex- how well you'll be able to exercise and how good results you'll get with, with your nutrition. So the three are interlinked. And in addition to that, like, I don't know it, it. I was already convinced before that that sleep not only has tremendous effects on on the general sense of well being and productivity, um, and possibly even you know just long term health overall. Yeah, I just just um like a small story. Um, a friend of mine um, has a friend, and he was always um, telling me that this friend was decided not to sleep long he decided to, that he he only needs four hours of, uh, a day um, to sleep and he doesn't want to waste any more of the of the waking you know day waking hours so he would just sleep four hours and it was great and he would do it and he did he did it for for many years and he's doing it and it's great for him and it works great great for him 
I was surprised. I um, I I didn't think it would be like really important. But when I when I saw this guy, when I saw this friend of a friend, like he is like um, older than me, but he looks so old. He like like really so old. Uh, like mm. I could see <laughs> that really he wasn't sleeping a lot <laughs> because he just looks older than he is. Like you know, and, and of course for some people it's just the, the way the genes and whatever. But uh, but really, like I could see the correlation between you know his short sleeping and the way he looks. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. So why don't we jump into some practical tips, the most important ones we've learned from the book. Yeah, just let's go with the exercise first. So we just because we just mentioned the exercise. For example, yeah. I'm recently uh, very much into closing all the activity rings. I'm really right now. I have I'm on a streak. It's 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 going well. I'm really focused on closing all these activity rings. And but because of that, sometimes in the evening I would not have it closed. So I would just do some workout, something to just close the activity ring. And I was so proud of myself. But then when I read the book, I, like he he said. No, you should do your exercise in the morning or in the you know afternoon, like or or late afternoon, but not before going to sleep. Because when you want to go to sleep, you should cool your body down. You should you know your body should be relaxed and cooled down. But the moment you do an exercise late in the evening, you're warming it up. You're uh, so you won't be able to sleep well. And he was right because every time I would do this you know last minute exercise just to close my activity rings, <laughs> I would have trouble falling asleep. Yeah, that was that was counterintuitive to me because I I had this this notion in my mind that having some exertion in the evening makes it easier to fall asleep, which intuitively makes sense because if you feel exerted, then you feel tired. If you feel tired, you fall asleep quickly. Uh, and there may be something to that, but what the author argued is that because exercise overheats our body, and we'll talk about the relationship between temperature and sleep in the moment. Uh, and also exercise, you know, because you're breaking down your body, uh, you're producing a lot of stress hormones, which also make, makes it very difficult um, or more difficult to, to fall asleep. So it, it's best to work out in the morning, it seems, for best results overall. Uh, but, you know, at a, minim, at a minimum, you, sh- you shouldn't have a workout uh, later than four to six hours before sleep. Yeah, and, and and I liked how how he put it that when you when you're doing exercise, you're breaking your body. Just what you said, breaking your body. So you need the sleep to, you know, Regenerate. fix it again. Yeah. So that's why you need so much sleep because otherwise, you won't get it. Yeah. So we've mentioned temperature. So so maybe let's let's go with that. Yeah. So um, this is also has not been quite intuitive to me because you know when you go to sleep you you put your blanket over or maybe another one and it's like it's warm and cozy and and in general that there's this idea that our bodies maintain a constant temperature right and Mm -hmm. it it appears that um in reality like it it fluctuates uh at night especially our bodies get colder uh during sleep They're, they're supposed to and if our bodies are too hot, it will be difficult to fall asleep. So um, the perfect temperature for sleep is 20 degrees Celsius or 68 Fahrenheit, which is colder than I thought. I mean, that's that's definitely cool for indoors, but that's that's actually the recommended temperature for falling asleep. So I suppose like even... 
even in, in, in the winter, like you, you'll try to keep the temperature warmer than 20 degrees Celsius generally. So, but even then it, it will make sense to, to cool down uh, the bedroom for falling asleep easier. Yeah, I, I noticed this um, uh, where, where we live now, it's pretty warm. So, for example, in summer, um, we only we put air conditioning uh, at night. Uh, mm-hmm. And this makes just everything better. Like, without air conditioning, we just can't, can't fall asleep. Like, many people boast uh, that they, they try to, you know, go asleep without air conditioning. But if it's, if it's just 30 degrees uh, Celsius, so like, you know, yeah. I don't know, uh, 80... Uh, uh, Fahrenheit, right? No, no, more than that. More than that, ninety, yeah, ninety or so. Yeah. So anyway, it's if if it's just like really warm outside, like you should really cool down your your bedroom. Like the moment we we put air conditioning, like of course the sound of air conditioning is also very like you know, calming, but but just the cool the cool uh, air just makes it just really nice and really nice cozy to just fall asleep. Yeah, that's a problem. In in Poland, there is really zero kind of culture i suppose of having air conditioning at home like Mm. no one has air conditioning at home and during summers admittedly not that long summers but during summers this is difficult and you know now that you know even though i I felt you know warm and cozy for for falling asleep in the summer it's obvious that when it's kind of hot even at night it is really hard to fall asleep it's just too hot exactly yeah so um another thing that for me was just uh, like for my wife, it was always obvious, but for me, never. Like my wife would always be very religious about having everything off, like really dark bedroom. And mm-hmm. I was like, really, does it really matter? Like, you know, a little bit light here, a little bit light there, like, like you know, whatever, right? You just close your eyes and it's dark, right? And apparently uh, all of our cells um, are, are, you know, re- receive light, not just our eyes. So even if, you know, even if we close our eyes, you know, the, our body knows if it's light or, or if it's dark. And apparently we should be really sleeping in the dark. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult to, to make it fully dark without having like, uh, you know, blackout curtains. And I'm honestly a bit skeptical about, about that point, because um, if you really like deliberately black out your bedroom, I mean, not just in, you know, uh, not using devices and stuff, but, but just like try to not let in uh, light from the outside, then there, it's not going to be light in the morning. Um, and, and that's a problem for, for waking up. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know about that, but but the relationship between uh, light and and sleep goes further than than that. It um, it appears that it uh, like you should. It's important to get light exposure during the day, mm-hmm. as in you know you when you stay indoors all day long uh, and you don't get proper uh, exposure to to sunlight, it's difficult for your body to regulate the circadian rhythm. So your 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 body kind of has an internal twenty four hour clock, and and it's 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 regulated primarily by by light exposure. So we don't quite realize because our eyes are really great at adjusting to different light levels. But even if you have lights on in a room, it's really very little light compared to sunlight, even on an overcast day. And so it's it's very important to get. Um, Outside, if possible, in the morning, if possible. But but even just 
you know, having having some exposure to light uh, during the day, even like, you know, having a desk near a window or something like that, that's important for uh, for regulating your circadian rhythm and ultimately falling asleep easier. Yeah, and uh, if you don't work at a company like ours where you can work from anywhere and where you can work from home and you can take a break in the middle of the day just to have a walk, mm-hmm. then basically in, in, in winter what happens is that you leave uh, home when it's dark and you come back home when it's dark. Yeah, but then on the other hand, um, at night you should really avoid excessive um, artificial light. Uh, because like, again, then at night it confuses our, our brains when you just have you know, your, your lights on all the way when it's, it's dark outside, it's been dark for a few hours and, you know, soon you're going to go asleep and that's, that's a problem. So both the amount and the hue of light are important. And I, I've actually like, just, just because it feels nicer, I've, I've had a habit of just using like very gentle light, not like, not all the, the, the bulbs on but just like one bulb kind of shining at the wall to have this nice dispersed uh, reddish uh, light uh, at night and it's it's much nicer this way and it doesn't confuse your brains into thinking it's the middle of the day uh, which again helps regulate the circadian rhythm yeah and um, right before before going to sleep it's important not to use the mobile phones, check social media and things like that because the moment you start doing that and this happened to me quite a few times mm. um, then you get excited you get you know you get stimulated and then when you get stimulated it's, it's hard to fall asleep because you know you're doing social media and everything what well, is yeah. good thing right now is already the, the new iOS the new iPhones for example have this um, the way of reducing the, the blue light it's called night shift Exactly, it's called night shift. So this way you just don't have to, um, like it's, it's easier on the eyes and everything, but still, uh, like, you know, with my wife, for example, we like to watch a, uh, um, like a, one episode of our favorite, you know, TV series um, before going to sleep. But, and, and after reading this book, we decided, you know, let's watch something. But then after watching this, um, so instead of like talking about you know, how our, our day went, uh, and then watching something and then going to sleep, we uh, changed it. So now we watch uh, uh, like one, one episode, and after we watch the episode, we close it, and then we we talk about how our day went, and then by talking together, we just you know getting are getting tired and we go falling asleep. So we try to limit our exposure to to, to really to, to to the screens uh, after after I've read the book. Yeah, well, let, let, let's be honest here. Like, we're we're too addicted to just avoid devices uh, when it's dark outside. But but the point about night shift, I think, is is really important. I'm I'm glad uh, Apple did this. And on the Mac, you, you or on Windows, you should all be using Flux. Um, and you should turn the option all the way to the right. Like, so for people who don't know, what it does is essentially it just uh, turns the the white balance all the way to yellow essentially and it, it looks it looks kind of weird but but it's it makes it um it makes it much easier to fall asleep because the the white white uh on our devices uh are just like emit too much blue light which confuses us because that's that's the kind of light um the sun uh, emits uh, whereas like if you have um 
you know, so for example, like, like people use like fire uh, to for light at night for a very long time, and it, it's it's a very reddish um, hue of light, uh, and and so like we're we're kind of tuned to that, and if you get a lot of bluish light, uh, our brains think, oh, it's the day, right? But if you if you use your devices at night, and it's not necessarily like right in bed, but just late in, in the evening, um, if you turn the, the white balance to to red part of the spectrum, it's it's just easier on the eyes, much easier. Yeah, I mean, you know, as you said, it's hard to avoid screens, you know, uh, in the evenings, but, uh, but I found that, you know, I can, you know, try to tweak it to use them less a little bit than 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 I what I used to. And what about the what about charging your stuff near the bed or like not near the bed? I mean, you you I think you already we already mentioned that you you have your phone on the other side of the of the room anyway. Well, yes. I mean, you you should definitely not have your alarm clock uh within the reach of of your hand. You should definitely not have it within the reach of your hand. Yeah, so what we did, we we moved because we have like a bedroom and uh, we have a bathroom and and suite bathroom, so like it's mm-hmm. connected to the bedroom. So we actually uh, put all the charging stuff in the bathroom right now. So mm-hmm. uh, so this way we are trying to avoid having you know the, the, you know the devices next to next to our beds, and it just makes sense. You know, we you go there to brush your teeth before going to sleep. You put the devices to charge, and you go to sleep. So. It makes sense. Let's talk about caffeine, though. Yeah. So, oh. I had to. Well, I had to. I I decided to. I didn't have to. I decided to dial down caffeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to start the day with a coffee, and then have two more during the day. And having a coffee at six o'clock p.m. would wouldn't be a yeah. problem for me and i would always cheat like t- tell myself that it's not a big deal i i still fall asleep nicely so whatever but yeah the author of the book argues that um the caffeine stays longer in our body than we think it does yeah yeah the author said if i remember correctly that caffeine has a half-life of six to eight hours in our bodies yeah so that's definitely longer than i thought because that like you don't you don't feel the direct effects of that for this long but what it suggests is that like if you go to sleep at 10 or around midnight then you shouldn't you really shouldn't be drinking coffee after 2 p.m like coffee is fine like it it's you know it's helpful it's a it's a it's a good invention good drug but um but but the timing matters because like not just the the, the dosage like i think everyone a lot of people overdose on on caffeine, but but no, they probably shouldn't. But but timing matters too. Like if uh, it's not just drinking late in the night, but even after two p.m. can be can just make it more difficult for you to fall asleep unnecessarily. Yeah, and that's why I totally like changed the way I I do it now. And I like my rooibos tea anyway. And this is a tea without tain, so without any. Um, uh, effects yeah. uh, so what I do like at around 6 p.m uh, I, I like to have my like warm drink around 6 p.m so I just do this tea um, and also in the morning I try to avoid coffee uh, first thing I, I I drink water and then have some again have some tea maybe and then I have so so now I tr- try to have just one cup of coffee 
um, a day, and yeah. this one cup of coffee, I'm really savoring it. It's just really just my cup of coffee. Like t- today, we had our meeting, uh, design fight, and uh, before that, I was reading the, the, the everything that we prepared for it. So I just had my cup of coffee, and it was it was a good one. Yeah, me too. I I also have um, so make sure to have some teas that are not high in caffeine. Uh, because exactly. I I I I, just, I have to drink something all day long. It's it, it's compulsive. Um, yeah. right? But it it doesn't have to be coffee, uh, which I I mean a, anyway I I wouldn't do more than one or two per day. But sometimes I would do it later than I should. Uh, but I also you know knowing knowing that coffee stays in our bodies for for so long, I would also um, avoid black tea, uh, even though it, it's it doesn't tend to be as rich in caffeine as as coffee, uh, but still, it's there's quite a lot of caffeine in, in in black tea. So I would also try to avoid it after, you know, two or three p.m. Yeah. So um, for me, like it was a big change. Like from three coffees, now it's just one, and the one that counts. Three. So really, yep. Hmm. Well, what what do you think about the the suggestion to to have this cycle of going on and off of coffee, because it it really like just out of my own experience like i i thought for a long time that um coffee like our our bodies get addicted to coffee to caffeine very easily um not in a very destructive way but but still such that it just stops having much of an effect our bodies just regulate to expect a certain dose of caffeine so what the author suggested is to maybe cycle between, you know, three days on coffee and two days off coffee. So to kind of keep it, uh, actually have a decent effect on your physiology, but like without, um, so, so kind of strike this balance between not using it every day. So it just stops having an effect and not using it at all, in which case it also doesn't have any effect. What do you think about that? I mean, to me, to me, you know, it's like I I did for example once like stop drinking coffee for ten days, and I didn't I, I didn't feel like my body really missed it. You know, I mm-hmm. I just missed the ritual of having my coffee. Yeah, and and that's why that's why now like uh for me to change the change from three coffees to one coffee wasn't a big deal. I, I'm fine. I don't like feel any cravings to coffee. So, uh, and like it's not really a, I don't think it's a big deal. So I. I I don't know. Uh, for like, really, to me, it's just a, like I just like drinking coffee. It is, you know, it's just it's it's a thing, you know. It's that's why I'm savoring right now this one coffee that I have. I'm really savoring it. I, I really want it to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And, and this one, I don't I don't see any point here of of of, of playing with that. I I don't I don't I don't. Yeah, I actually, you know, I, I think you've convinced me because when I think about it, I don't. Like it, it's not even that important to me. It's just like I, I like drinking. Like I like the ritual of drinking coffee in the morning and kind of starting off the workday with that. So now, now for for example, because I drink the coffee in the middle of the day, it's like for me, it's like getting you know the second wave. You know, it's like you know I'm mm. I'm doing work. I'm here. I'm I'm focused. So let let me have some coffee to just you know to accompany me with this. You know, it's it, I, it's just it's it's a feel good coffee now, right? So I, yeah. I like it like that. All right, let's talk about time. The the the, the time yeah. where you go to sleep. Oh, don't get me started on that. 
<laughs> so I, I kind of struggle with with this point because yep, uh, what what the author says is that our bodies naturally tend to regulate uh, according to the circadian rhythm, such that uh, between two p or, or ten p.m. and two a.m. So in in those four hours, like the the levels of of sleep hormones are at the ideal levels. So like you should really be sleeping during that time, you know, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then before and beyond that, I mean, obviously you want to have ideally eight hours or so of sleep, but it it, it should be within that range. And then earlier than that, if you want, or later than that, but always within that range. What do you think of that? As any theory, I think it's an, it's a nice one. I appreciate that it's there, uh, but that's all I can say here because for me this is totally uh, I, I cannot apply this. This is n- n- no way. I mean, mm-hmm. um, when we manage to put our kids to sleep around you know nine p.m. or before nine p.m. You know, and any minute before nine p.m. is is gold. Like we can we can put them like around eight. This is just fantastic. Then we have a few hours to ourselves. And, and we don't get them in the morning. We get them na- then, you know, in the in the uh, in the evening. So we try to put to go to bed around midnight or a little bit before midnight. But going earlier than that to sleep is just for me. Uh, like like I wouldn't want to miss these hours with my wife. You know, this this evening with my with my wife. So like and and this with evening to myself. You know, I mean to just you know be without kids. You know, kids are asleep. Like there's the the the, the house is uh, quiet. Like. It's not the same, you know. Waking up earlier, like I, I've, I've, I've done like different experiments. I've been going to sleep earlier. I've been waking up at five a.m. at some point, mm-hmm. uh, six a.m. Now I'm waking up at seven a.m. and I think it's 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 a good time for me to wake up. And uh, I'm going to bed before midnight, so uh, I don't get full eight hours of sleep, but you know, seven ish, right? And. <laughs> And for me, this is fine. I mean, I, I, I this is all I get. Uh, but I just need this evening, you know. I just need, I just need it, you know. I, 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 I want it. Okay, so th- that's a that's a really good, good explanation. <laughs> I, I admittedly have more flexibility in my lifestyle to go to sleep earlier if I wanted to, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> or, you see, or, or rather, um, I don't wanna, you know. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, like it. If the if the if this theory is is correct, uh, then it, it it kind of made me feel bad because I could go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier, maybe as suggested, ten p.m. to six a.m. or something like that. But it just sounds so early and. I don't know. I suppose it would be probably a good idea to try an experiment. Mm-hmm. Experiments are good, but uh, I really hope that he's wrong because it just it just sounds so awfully early to me. Yeah, it does. I mean, really, I understand where he's going. You know, uh, uh, with that, you know, just because this is night and you know and whatever. But really, like. The evenings, there's just for me, like for me, for I mean, I, actually, actually, I think to any adult, you know, evenings are gold. Like you, you want to have this quiet, nice evening, you know, like to yourself or you know, with, with your special someone. Um, mm-hmm. 
of course, not to stretch it too long, like, you know, not going, you know, to 1 or 2 a.m., but because you can do that, but then, you know, you will not get lots of sleep. Uh, but really, like, I need that. And, and there's no way for me to, to, to change that, you know. I, we would have to just totally change our habits and um, it wouldn't be the same. I, I, I don't think so. Well, as I said, we can experiment that, but uh, first, I wouldn't be able to convince my wife to do it, <laughs> to, to do this experiment. Yeah. And, and second, you know, I just, you know, I want, I want this evening. That's it. You know, mm. I'll, I'll have to just, you know, I, I hope he's wrong. If he's yeah. not wrong, I'm doing some harm to my body with that, but I'm doing everything else. I'm trying to do everything else <laughs> more or less right. So um, I will have to just, you know, I cannot be, you know, 100% good here. That's pretty good. So um, a few other remarks he, he made about, about timing is... Um, Sometimes people get this this rush of energy at the end of the day, and I oh, yeah. I I don't have that very often, but I certainly have experienced it more than once. Like it's like 10 p.m. or so, and you just want to do things, you know. <laughs> um, and so, according to 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 the offer, what what this rush of energy is is just a, a difference in hormone levels that are supposed to allow your body to repair damage during sleep and you're misusing this energy for the wrong things so this this can be experienced as a desire not to go to sleep for a while more when in reality that's probably what you should do uh and of course the the few other things which which to me were pretty clear already which is that you know eight hours or so of sleep uh are good sleep occurs in about 90 minute cycles so um you know, about seven and a half hours is probably makes sense because then like it's it's more likely that you just won't you won't wake up in the middle of REM sleep, which would be which is not a pleasant feeling. Um, and that consistency uh, is, is really important, which I already know. I wake up same time every day. Yeah, and consistency is really important. And it's it's I think I mean, my experience has taught me that it's really easy to to train your body to be consistent i mean mm -hmm. the like as we mentioned in previous episodes um this year just started and i um got back to my routine and uh, i would wake up just after like after i think not even two weeks waking up regularly at 7 a.m like on a saturday i just woke up at 7 a.m exactly without you know just before the alarm clock you mm -hmm. know just it, just my body just you know taught itself that this is the moment to wake up and that's it like it's it's really um and this and this example just tells us that if we train our body correctly and if we train our body you know with good habits in mind and especially good tips from 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 sleep smarter book um yeah we'll get good results and we'll just be better yeah my anecdotal evidence is that uh before i was consistent about sleep if i wouldn't have an alarm clock the natural time for my body to think it's it, it's the right time to wake up would be around noon, which sounds like a horrible idea. Um, oh yeah. And now, like, it doesn't happen very often, but I sometimes just naturally wake up at seven fifty-seven or something, like like so close to when my alarm clock would would be ringing, and 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 I get so consistent that. Um, Sometimes when I deliberately make the alarm clock ring later than usual because I went to sleep late and I'd say, okay, like I need at least seven hours of sleep. So I would set it to like nine, 
but the last hour I would be just waking up naturally anyway. Like I'll go back to sleep. You need that sleep, but I would be waking up already because it's eight a.m. Yep. So that you know, that's just anecdotal evidence, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, and what he said in the book also, which is something again for me really difficult to swallow, but I think it's it's right, and I'm I'm gonna try doing that. Is that we should also not break our sleeping patterns on the weekends. And, yes. And and we should still consistently go at the same time to sleep on the weekends, which Told is you. not natural for us because we want to go out and things. Uh, but uh, I, I think he's right. I mean, I think it just makes sense. Well, that's part of the reason why it's difficult for me to go to sleep earlier than, than midnight. Mm-hmm. Like most of the week I could, but, but then you know, once or twice or three times a week, I do something fun in, in the evening and then it will be difficult to actually go to sleep at that time. And if I go later, then I break the consistency, which I think is very important as well. Okay, before we wrap up, there's one thing I I, I have to say about this book, which is that um, I've been quite disappointed at, at the end of the book because in addition to lots of solid advice, the effort started preaching pseudoscience. Uh, he talked about earthing and stuff like that. And I mean, my bullshit detector went through the roof right then and, and there. And I did a bunch of research because it just, it, it really, this this idea of, of earthing and, and grounding, I just... I, I felt like this this needs some proper research. Uh-huh. And I mean, Im- immediately, I mean, <laughs> the, the source he cited, the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine, the the title should should tell you this, but, but if it's not enough, I checked it, and that it's not a real scientific journal. So I, right. I looked into it more closely, and there's a bunch of papers on this. You can find them in scientific paper databases, but... You know, they're either published in stuff like this, this um, pseudoscience scientific journal, or in open access journals that are you know that are peer reviewed kind of, but they they don't have like that they're not vetted as for like if 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 this is like actual science. And I looked at some of them more closely, and <clears throat> they don't look credible at all. Um, they he explains sciency sounding explanation for the mechanism in which it will work, but it doesn't make much sense in reality. I'll link to the explanation why. Um, and the papers, they're the, the same few uh, names. They don't seem to have any, any credible methodology. Uh, and many of them seem to be linked to, guess what? Companies selling grounding mats and other BS. So... Uh. As an MD, he should know better than this. Um, and it was quite disappointing because um, there's a lot of stuff that, that makes a lot of sense and, and sounds like a solid, uh, you know, he did solid research on many of this. So it kind of, um, it, it broke his credibility to me. All right. I I didn't pay attention to the last part. I, I you know, I, I read it, but it just it didn't, I mean, I was so, I was so focused on, the practical tips and, and, and things like that, that I just didn't care about that. But uh, thanks for pointing this, this out. 